Welcome to Whitestone Podcast from the Whitestone Forum. This podcast is for business and nonprofit leaders like you and me, specifically designed around building, polishing, and leveraging our competencies. Each episode will provide a lens through which ever-growing citizens of God's kingdom can think about very effectively impacting every one of their organizations. For Whitestone Podcast, I'm Kevin Miller. The story in Daniel in the Old Testament is particularly relevant and instructive for us as modern-day Christians. The reason why? Because Daniel's story is much like that of all Christians in reality and in potential. And that's surely no accident. In this series, we're looking at the highly instructive commonalities of Daniel's life in God to our lives in Christ. But let's start with a Whitestone podcast production story. My very astute editor wants me to cut out the recap of themes from the previous podcasts about Daniel to provide more depth of new material. And he's right. But so many people tend to just take away one thing about someone like Daniel. So the compromise here is this. I do summarize the themes already covered with just a very few words each. Here they are. Go back and listen. Number one, Daniel was relevant to his time and place. Number two, Daniel was competent. Number three, Daniel was a lifetime ambassador for God. Number four, Daniel revealed his relentlessly faithful dailiness. Number five, Daniel was great at building bankable trust. Number six, Daniel's responses to calamities were fantastic. Number seven, Daniel expertly handled unavoidable enemies and conflicts. Number eight, Daniel steadfastly just trusted God, only God, fearlessly. Number nine, Daniel applied the practice of seek, reveal, speak. Number 10, Daniel superbly surfed the biggest societal and political waves. Now to the 11th relevancy of Daniel, and that is his reality of linking to the future. That's right, linking to the future. <laughs> to start, let's think broadly for a moment. Specific individuals were given much revelation in both the Old Testament and the New Testament. These revelations were both large and small in scope, ranging from the sweeping revelation to John found at the end of the Bible to seemingly lesser scope revelations, like the one to Simeon in Luke 2.26, that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. Interesting. That was first a private revelation to Simeon, but was later made public under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit for billions of us to read about in Luke's gospel. Now, I'm not going to go into a deep discussion of some of the various dimensions of biblically valid revelations that might range from Old Testament prophecy to what the Apostle Paul identifies as a word of knowledge to the overarching reality 
of the inspired, God-breathed scriptures themselves. But I will say that what is utterly reliable and useful to each and every one of us for teaching and training is what's written in the 66 books of the Bible. Now, that's beyond wonderful. And from my perspective, Daniel's life, which included so much of God's active revelation, is meticulously documented in quite diverse ways. In fact, we should remember that a very large chunk of the book of Daniel is devoted to the multiple narratives encompassing God's published revelations to Daniel. Now, I've titled this particular episode about Daniel, Linking to the Future. And my reference to that is not coincidental at all. That's because when you and I are digitally engaged, we click on a particular link to get taken to another place, something deeper or something further down the road. What's interesting about Daniel is that when Daniel was on the hot seat for an answer, an interpretation, or a word of wisdom, what he said was a link to the future. Whether the particular future that was specifically revealed by Daniel was literally in the next few hours, or several millennia away, or at a number of timely destinations in between. No matter the timetable, Daniel was innately linking current revelations to future events. So let's take a look at some specific events in the book of Daniel. Remember the famous handwriting on the wall where Daniel was summoned to read something where the others had failed? He interpreted to the king that, quote, God has numbered the days of your kingdom and has brought it to an end, Daniel 5.26. Indeed, that very night, the king was killed. So this specific revelation related to the very immediate future. Earlier in Daniel's career, King Nebuchadnezzar found no one to interpret his dream. Daniel was finally summoned, and in an opening salvo establishing his credibility, Daniel gave the king telling details of his secret dream. Then Daniel gave the interpretation, too, about specific kingdoms following one another, a narrative many today believe represented some core essentials of the secular history to follow. And this revelation, of course, serves us well today, itself representative of God's foreknowledge and sovereignty. That specific link to the future by Daniel was not fulfilled that very night, but was nevertheless accurate regarding the centuries that followed. And God's revelations continued with visions addressing the future. Then Gabriel visited Daniel and revealed the so-called 70 weeks, a period understood by many to cover the next several hundred years until Christ's advent. Then, to encompass a long period of time we are living in today, then to end with the great tribulation that's still to come. Now that's a multiple future linking of sorts. And yes, it's about Jesus and his kingdom, but also addresses those rejecting God too. All of these various linkages to the future in the life and times of Daniel 
rightly give us great confidence in God and the Bible, as do the various Old Testament verses quite clearly pointing to first century events concerning Jesus, like his birth in Bethlehem. You see, God's revelations are never without purpose, linking his people to future events of real importance. And amazingly, we are to be just like Daniel, that exceptional God follower who received remarkable revelations and then relayed those revelations to kings and ultimately to you and to me for our edification as to God and his astounding ways. That's what a solid follower of God does. That's what the Apostle Paul worked for and accomplished, relaying revelations. So likewise, that's our privilege too. Just like Daniel received revelations and then relayed those to others, we take our revealed knowledge of Jesus as Lord and Savior, the revelations of him as judge of the world and his second coming, and the revelations of the kingdom of God where we are both current and eternal citizens. Well then, we are privileged to be our own appointed link to the future by the proclaiming of the gospel and by the word of our testimonies. You know, we're inclined to think that we're being treated the same as the great Daniel, a man of God who was given revelations of incredible impact, not only for his near future, but for the future of us all. But in a very real sense, we've been positioned better than Daniel. We have been given a full revelation of the risen Christ. Jesus says just that in Luke's gospel. And Paul writes that in his first epistle to the Corinthians. In Luke 10, 23-24, Jesus tells his disciples, quote, Blessed are the eyes that see what you see. For I tell you that many prophets and kings desired to see what you see and did not see it, and to hear what you hear and did not hear it. Unquote. Then, in 1 Corinthians 2, 9 and 10, Paul quotes Isaiah. Quote, what no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor the heart of man imagined, what God has prepared for those who love him. Unquote. Then Paul moves on to conclude something about that Isaiah quote, specifically for believers in Christ. And I'm quoting, These things God has revealed to us through the Spirit, for the Spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. Unquote. Our privilege exceeds that of Isaiah and that of Daniel, who didn't have the opportunity to proclaim the risen Christ. What was previously unheard of and unimaginable, we can now proclaim. Long before the digital world created links that we can easily click to get more insight or a deeper glimpse, God holds before us his revelations of a glorious future for us to share. Isn't that stunning? Like a hyperlink that takes readers to a new web page they'll find helpful. Your life is designed to be a glaring link 
for the future of those around you. And just like Daniel, we can be a link to the future for others. Be that link. Thank you for listening to Whitestone Podcast. Visit our website, whitestone.org, for more real-world equipping. There you'll find uncommon video teachings, application and action questions for this podcast episode, and more. Also, check out our unique downloadable resources for group meetups. That's whitestone.org. I'm Kevin Miller.